What's up, y'all? You already know who it is. It's me, your boy, Ruby Room. Welcome to my podcast, The Gathering Strength Podcast. The podcast that dives into the minds of extraordinary creatives. In this episode, I'm going to explore the transformative power of music and art with the true legend, Rick Rubin. If you don't know who Rick Rubin is, well, you're going to learn today. And Warren Buffett, he's the one that said... The more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, today you are going to learn. Now, as a revered music producer, the author of the captivating book, The Creative Act, this is another book that I finished listening to. And you know what, man? I am thinking about buying this physical book because I want to go over it with a highlighter because there are so many gems so many nuggets of wisdom, and I want to be able to see these sentences with my own eyes and be able to chew on the the sentiment for you know for for a little while. I wanna I wanna chew on it, ingest it, and then produce some some milk and honey. Now the interesting thing about this book, the creative act, the art of being. Now this book was created by Rick Rubin. And it's not a memoir about his life. It's not a book about where he's been or what he's done. This is a book about being creative. Fascinating book. So Dave Grawl, I recently finished his book. That book will take you on a journey. There's stories in there. And he takes you along his rock and roll journey, his lifestyle, his upbringing. This book written by Rick Rubin, now this is going to open your eyes. This is going to get you to think. This is going to illuminate some of those inherent creative seeds that every single human has within him. Two different styles of books are going to have two different effects on your mind. Both are equally important to be able to you know, understand a little bit of how the world works. Now, if you don't know who Rick Rubin is, it's all good. He's one of those guys who remains behind the scenes. He's the wizard pulling all of the strings, producing all of the hits that you have come to know and love. Now, he is a renowned music producer. Rick Rubin is a highly acclaimed and influential music producer, known for his exceptional work across various genres. He has produced albums for numerous iconic artists, including Johnny Cash, Beastie Boys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jay-Z, and Metallica, among many others. He even has, uh, has a hit, Baby Shark. Yep, Rick Rubin is responsible for that Baby Shark song. Just kidding. He has no affiliation with that song. But man, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jay-Z, Metallica. Those guys. And you know what? That's just to name a few. He's the co-founder of Def Jam Records. Uh, In 1984, Rick Rubin co-founded Def Jam Recordings, a pioneering hip-hop label that played a significant role in shaping the genre. Def Jam became a powerhouse for groundbreaking artists such as LL Cool J, Public Enemy, and Run DMC. And Rubin's innovative production techniques helped redefine the sound of hip-hop. Man, I'm telling you, this guy is a 
producer of bangers. A multi-genre expertise. One of Rick Rubin's notable strengths is his ability to work across diverse musical genres. From rock to rap, folk to metal, he has showcased his versatility and artistic vision by successfully producing acclaimed albums that resonate with both artists and audiences. One last interesting fact before I move on to his book, some excerpts from his book. He is he has a minimalist approach. Ruben is known for his minimalist production style, focusing on stripping down songs to their essence and capturing the raw emotions of the artist. He emphasizes simplicity and clarity, often creating spacious and atmospheric soundscapes that allow the music to breathe and connect with listeners on a profound level. This minimalist approach has become a signature characteristic of many of his notable productions. So ask yourself this question. If he is good enough to work with LL Cool J, Metallica, the Beastie Boys, and pretty much everyone else, you think this man will have a few nuggets of wisdom as it pertains to the the art of being creative? Hey, you might want to take out your pen and a piece of paper because... Like I said, this book is going to help you to open up your eyes a little bit into the creative process in which every single human is inherently capable of. Now here is a few excerpts from his book, uh, The Creative Act. Uh, Number one is open yourself up to creative inspiration. Man, how do we do that? How do we open ourselves up? Well, you go and learn. Your boy Ruby Ruby has your back. I want you to have the buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. Think of a mighty peach tree standing tall in your garden. The tree creates a harvest of peaches every summer. It doesn't try to grow the peaches. It doesn't agonize over whether it's, in fact, worthy enough to be a peach maker. It just allows the force of creation to move through it. It it does what it's born to do, easily and efficiently, moving with the rhythms of the universe. We're all like that peach tree. We're all naturally creative. We all have the urge to make things, whether that's a sculpture, a song, a peach pie, or an innovative project at our company. And like that tree... We do well to put our doubts aside and let the creative forces of the universe do their work. All we need to do is open ourselves up. And then so Rick Rubin goes on to write, Okay, but this might be easier said than done. Of course, isn't that how it always works? Everything is always easier said than done. Now he poses the question, How can you move toward making this a reality? All right, y'all, this is where you want to bust out that writing utensil and that Lisa Frank stationary pad and start taking some notes. The first step is easy. Oh, hey. Fret not, my, my guy, because the first step is easy. The first step, start by noticing what's going on in the world around you. The next time you get on that train, Uh, The next time you get on that train home or take a walk around your neighborhood, put down your phone. Pry those headphones from your ears. You know what? 
don't take the headphones off of your ears yet because you're over here li- listening to your boy Ruby Rube on the Gathering Strength Podcast. And it goes on to say, Feel the sharp kiss of the wind on your cheek. Listen to the juicy morsels of gossip your fellow passengers are whispering about. Check out the wild outfit your neighbor wears while he's mowing the lawn. Appreciate the barren beauty of even the most wintry forest. Now there's a word for that. This is your boy Ruby Rube jumping in. I'm going to be compounding the morsels of intelligence onto that paragraph. The, the word that encompasses that sentiment that Rick Rubin was just talking about in his book is called being present, being mindful, being open and aware. If you're just distracted by your phone and you have your your whole being just enveloped in your phone, man, you know, that's that's not... That's not the best way to go about living your entire life. If you want to be creative, start soaking in your environment. Wherever you're at, it doesn't matter. Wherever you're at has the potential to spark a little creativity that can, I don't perhaps make your, your next masterpiece. Now, Rick Rubin, he's not the first person to have... Who have express the sentiment of being aware and mindful. No, this is centuries old. He's <laughs> This is old news. But because we either didn't hear it the first time or we weren't paying attention or maybe we just forgot, hey, Rick Rubin is telling you in his book, but check out your boy, Marcus Aurelius, the philosopher king. He said something similar over 2,000 years ago. Here is what Marcus Aurelius said. Marcus Aurelius, the philosopher king, he said, and this is an excerpt from Marcus Aurelius, his journal. He wrote, Look closely at the way the wind blows over the grass, or the way bread cracks in the oven. Such small details hold immense wisdom. They teach us that the beauty and meaning can be found in the simplest of things. If only we take time to notice. In these moments of observation, we connect with the essence of life itself, realizing that every breath and every experience is a unique marvel. Let us embrace the profound lessons hidden within the delicate dance of nature and the humble process of creation. And realizing stuff like this trips me out. It blows my mind. Because if you are unaware of Marcus Aurelius and the sentiment that he expressed over 2,000 years ago, and you just stumble upon Rick Rubin and his philosophy, that little excerpt that he was talking about, hey, notice the wind blowing on your skin, and notice the wacky wardrobe that your neighbor is using to mow the lawn in. If you just stumble across that, you know, you might gain some inspiration behind that because it's coming from Rick Rubin. But man, that is old wisdom. And like I said, you may have heard it before. Rick Rubin, he's not the first person to have said it. But all of these things, all of these virtues and values and principles of living a good purposeful life, 
Nothing is new. It's all been said before. But because we didn't hear it the first time, we forgot or we need to be reminded, all of these things need to be said over and over and over every single day because we forget. It's similar to sweeping a floor. Just because you sweep it one time and just because you sweep it today, guess what? The dirt and the dust and the dander, that's going to build up tomorrow. And if you don't sweep it up tomorrow, it's going to continue to accumulate. And next thing you know, your floor is just buried. And all that crap is on it. Every single day, you need to sweep up and vacuum up all of the boogers and pubic hair and the taxes of life, all the scabs, <laughs> all the cigarette butts, all of the malarkey. You need to vacuum and clean and sweep all that crap up every single day. Rick Rubin goes on to write, There's so much to notice in the world if you only allow yourself to look. The work of, a, of an artist is to cultivate an openness to the world around you, to sharpen your sense of awareness so that you become receptive to the surprises and clues and nudges the universe is trying to give you. All the time! We do ourselves a disservice when we imagine that we create art purely by ourselves. In reality, you are always accompanied. So the next time you're struggling with a creative problem, ask the universe for help and look for the clues. Open a book to a random page and see if you get inspired by a quote. Or pick a movie at random and see what moves you while you're watching. Or spend 15 minutes in a shop you'd never normally enter. Being receptive to clues is more poetry than science. It's about recognizing that every facet of your life can contain wonder and that inspiration can lie in unlikely places. You know, one of the things that inspired me to really double down on my strengths and take a long, hard look at my life, and it was a place that I wasn't Oh, uh, I wasn't ready or really looking for inspiration. It just hit me. I, you know, I'm, I'm one of these guys where I'm, I'm open. I can be inspired by a little old lady running a marathon or you know, just name something completely random. I can find a little nugget of inspiration in there. But the catalyst for change in my own world was going to my nephew's wrestling tournament. And my nephew, he wrestles for a really good powerhouse of a, of a wrestling school. And I was seeing all these kids, 14, 15, 16 years old. And, man, they're just dominating everyone. They're hitting high-caliber moves. Their wrestling intelligence and IQ and their discipline and their tenacity is just... It was inspiring to watch. So I questioned myself. I'm like, hey, if these kids are accomplishing so much at a young level... Mind you, these are only 14 and 15, 16-year-old kids... And here I am, a grown-ass man. How can I let these little kids outwork me? I'm a grown-ass man. I know right from wrong. So what's stopping me? That was a moment where I said to myself, Hey, we need to double down on our strengths, acknowledge our weaknesses, and put forth the effort to reduce, eliminate, or 
strengthen these weaknesses. So there I am, you know, handling business, you know, stepping up my game based on the inspiration that that I was able to absorb and be open to receive at a, at a wrestling tournament. Another little nugget, a key idea is monitor your inflow. From the moment we wake up in the morning to the second we fall asleep, we are bombarded by information, upsetting news from all over the planet, photos from random acquaintances, and the ever-urgent emails that ping in our mailboxes. As an artist, you need to become rigorous about monitoring your inflow. Your attention and awareness are the most valuable things that you have. You can't allow other people to fill up that space with input that you don't really need or want. Now that sentiment resonated with me because there was a time when I was trying to connect with these dads. You know, my son, he was on a sports team and it's, you know... It's natural to start to strike up a conversation with some of these dads, right? And the next thing you know, we're trading numbers and we're in a little group, a group chat text message type thing. And the texts, they start out innocently enough, like, hey, let's get together, etc., etc., yada, yada. And then they slowly start morphing into dick memes, uh, pictures of pussies and titties and just cum shots and I'm just like dude come on like are we supposed to get together and start uh I don't know watching pornos together like we're in junior high and what I noticed was that you know these images or these texts they would come at random times sometimes it would be in the morning sometimes at at dinner time and and I'm like here I am, I'm about to go sit down to eat dinner with my family, and I just saw these immature photos, these pornographic images that you're sending in. I'm supposed to go eat dinner with my daughter now. It's like, man, we all have wives, we all have daughters, and you're sending me this crap. It, I was just like, man, block, delete. You know, I... I'm, I'm no prude. I, I appreciate, uh, you know, the, the female body and all of the wild animalistic things that men and women can, can do together. But I'm like, man, I just had to you know, block that stuff out. It was messing with, with my, my chakras and my, and my, my creativity, my, my energy. So that had to go. A little nugget of wisdom. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Many of the most talented artists are also the most insecure. The same sensitivity that allows people to make art can make them deeply sensitive to criticism. Artists don't create work in the absence of doubt and insecurity. They create in spite of it. In fact, Rick Rubin discusses one famous performer who still experiences experiences terrible stage fright, even after performing for five decades. Now, there was a... In one of my previous podcast episodes that I made not too long ago, I talk about um, how the artist needs to embrace vulnerability and rejection. Now, when it comes to the art of creating 
everything that you create is not meant for everybody. Because there are so many different people with so many different tastes and so many different, uh, you know, uh, tastes out there. Your art isn't going to be for everyone. Ultimately, if you try to make a piece of art that pleases everybody, you're going to please nobody. So the best art that you can make is the art that you like. And if someone doesn't like it, fuck them. The haters have one job in this world, and that is to hate. Now that's their job, and the haters, they're going to do their job. And you have a job too. It is to produce your creative art of whatever self-expression that that needs to be created in. Now think of, think about it this way. What if everybody was so fearful that they never created anything? If that was the case, then... You know, we want to be living in houses. We'd still be crapping it in a creek. We'd still be living in a damn jungle because the architectures or the architects. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? This is this is my art, my podcasting art. And within my art, I'm going to be stumbling and stuttering and speaking incoherently. That's all good. Whatever. But as I was saying, if I didn't face this fear and if the people before me didn't face their fears of being vulnerable and being rejected, then we'd still be shitting next to a creek and living in a jungle. Another nugget of wisdom from that book is lower the stakes and have some fun. When you're feeling too scared to start to make something, the best way you can do is lower the stakes. Tell yourself you don't need to create a masterpiece. In fact, give yourself permission to make the shoddiest piece of work you could imagine. Oh, yep. Definitely. Uh, Jordan Peterson, in regards to writing a book, Jordan Peterson says to make the first rough draft, just however crappy it's going to be, just get it out. Here we have Rick Rubin saying to make the most shoddiest piece of work that you can imagine. And then we have Jordan Peterson saying to make the first rough draft as it doesn't matter how crappy it is, just make it. There we have two highly intelligent people saying the same thing. All right, you might want to take some notes. I'll tell you the sentence one more time. In fact, Give yourself permission to make the shoddiest piece of work you, c- you could imagine. Tell yourself that you just need to put in the time. Whatever you make is irrelevant. Your impact, the, uh, it won't impact your career, and you don't have to share it with anyone else if you don't want to. Allow yourself to enjoy the process of creating without being fixated on the results. As long as you are consistently doing the work, the results will come. All you have to worry about is showing up and allow yourself to have some fun. To paraphrase Oscar Wilde, some things are too important to be taken seriously. 
Unfortunately, artists can take themselves very seriously indeed, but if you put too much pressure on yourself, you'll end up having lots of serious ideas and nothing to show for it. You'll become paralyzed by self-importance and never actually making anything. So just have some fun. Don't take yourself too serious. You don't need to be making a, a masterpiece every single time. Just show up, put in your reps, do the work, and whatever will be, will be. Now this book, it was about maybe six hours long. So I bought the book during Audible's 85% off entire catalog sale. And for $5, I got to spend eight hours with Rick Rubin talking about the art of creating. Now, this podcast is only going to be 20 minutes because I want you to go out and listen or read the book yourself because, man, it's going to open up your eyes a little bit. So the final summary, if you take the time to tune into the world around you, you'll discover that it's filled with creative inspiration. Whenever you're feeling stuck, ask the universe to send you a nudge. And watch what appears. By allowing yourself to play and experiment with your creative intuitions, you'll develop your seeds into solid ideas. If the creative process scares you, it means you're doing it right. Just don't allow your fears to stop you. In a previous podcast episode, I had a word of the day. And the word of the day was pusillanimous. Now, if you act pusillanimously, you are going to not be creating the art that the universe is giving you. You're going to be timid, cowardly, lily-livered, and ultimately acting like a little pussy. So don't be pusillanimous. Be courageous. Be brave. Make your shoddiest art. Keep showing up. And over time, those masterpieces will come into fruition And because you have faced your fears, created something that did not exist, hey, that's how you gather your strength. And over time, you have that buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. And man, isn't that what life is all about? Showing up your brightest, showing up your best. You damn right. That's it for today's episode. If you like what you heard, give me a like, a subscribe, and a follow. Share me with a buddy or a pal. Reach out to me any way that you can. And I'm interested in hearing back from you. Until then, it's onward. Always onward.